You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Clary, presented by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez, Clary with you. After a crazy first segment, I can promise you guys that Nathan is over there in the podcast studio right now with Mark. He's taking pictures or something. Taking pictures, they're looking over the ratings, and uh, Nate is just kind of obsessed with himself, and he's just like, listen, I am, it is who, he's it like, is this is me. It's all because I'm of me. Reason. And so... Uh, yeah, Nathan's taking pictures, and I'm sure he'll probably tweet about it, just like he tweets about Coles. So, yeah, just go to Nathan's and Twitter. And CeCe's Pizza. But once again, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Heyman text line, both those open for you. Um, it's time for a little bit of a Husker football discussion. Fall camp starts next week. Big Ten Media Days is next week. Scott Frost and Nebraska are the first pro is the first program to talk on Tuesday morning. We'll be there um, along with a lot of other Husker media members. But let's go ahead and bring in Zach Carpenter of Rivals. He covers Nebraska now, brand new to the beat. Hello, Zach. How's it going? Happy Friday. Hey, pretty good, Nick. Uh, first off, is that a little still fly by page? As it absolutely uh, is. Yes, sir. Let's go. It absolutely is. Right place. <laughs> it's, uh, it's perfect for a Friday groove, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm about to – I haven't heard that song in like a year or two at least. So I'm about <laughs> to download that the second I get off of here. But <laughs> – uh, no, it's been it's been a really busy Friday. It's good to hop on with you guys and lower your ratings a little bit from your guys' last segment. <laughs> well, thank, thank you, Zach. Yeah, Please exactly. Do. That's exactly why Zach will be joining us every Friday once football season rolls around. We might as well just start it now. So we'll just talk to you every Friday from here on out if you're good with that, Zach. We can just plan this tentatively as we go along right here. Yeah, absolutely. Playing stuff out on the show on the fly. I love it. Exactly. We're we still, love, still fly. We love having production meetings on air. It's really great. Okay, so that's, that's, that's how business gets done, boy. <laughs> exactly. Once again, Zach Carpenter of Rivals joins us. He'll be our weekly guest every Friday. He previews. He'll preview recruiting, the upcoming matchup, all that for Husker football. Let's go ahead and start with this. Malachi Coleman moves his commitment date up to October fifteenth. Originally, if I remember correctly, it was supposed to be on early signing day. Was when Malachi was going to originally commit. I, I guess sh- where should Husker fans or how should Husker fans feel about? the four-star from Lincoln East and the position that Nebraska's in for Malachi Coleman? Well, I think, first off, I think they should be feeling pretty confident. I think they're in a pretty strong position um, for for Malachi, and I would not have said that uh, back in May when I was um, when I took this, uh, when I accepted this job, and then I was mm-hmm. doing homework and uh, asking around about people, or uh, asking around about recruits and stuff like that, and gathering information. I, it looked like Nebraska was not in a healthy place for him at all, and then that completely flipped on its head, and they've come on very strong. Interesting. Uh, it's a charge led by Mickey Joseph. Um, that relationship is as strong as uh, as he has and uh, as, as Malachi has. And that official visit June 3rd through 5th really sort of, I think if this winds up go, uh, being a Nebraska recruiting win, then I think um, we're going to look back on that weekend as sort of a turning point when mm-hmm. he was there with guys like Barry Jackson and Marion Miller, who are now in the class. Um, and it was funny because he, he was very upfront and open. Um, our uh, rivals national analyst, um, Clint Cosgrove, he 
Uh, he has a great relationship with Malachi, and he's done uh, done some good interviews with him. And um, he was up front with Clint, like saying, "I need to see a winner. Like I, I need mm-hmm. to see." Um, I pretty much uh, paraphrasing, but like I want to go to a program that can show that they can actually win consistently. Um, and I think uh, at, at this point, him moving up the date to October fifteenth. I mean, what would that be? Four, six. Seven, six or seven games into the season, mm-hmm. um, his strong start to the season, like uh, many believe is possible, including myself. I mean, that bodes well for where the Huskers would be standing in his recruitment. I mean, if you look at the schedule, it'd be like a potential five and one, four and two type of start. But um, I think they they should feel they should feel pretty confident right now. It's the only official visit that he's taken so far in his recruiting process. So. That bodes well. I think um, Greg Smith, our our senior recruiting analyst at Inside Nebraska, he put in a, a future cast prediction for Nebraska to land him. Um, he did that last Friday, and he said, don't be surprised if he winds up moving the commitment date up, and he did that today. So um, it was pretty big news for a guy who I say is arguably the most important in-state um, recruitment for Nebraska in the last decade. It's interesting that you bring up wins and losses because I was actually curious about this um, this morning when I was kind of thinking about um, what I wanted our conversation to kind of feature. We're talking to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska, the rival site for the Huskers. And I guess when you look at recruits, as somebody that's covered recruiting for, for quite a while, when you look at recruits, and especially Malachi Coleman, how much do you worry about wins and losses affecting Nebraska's ability to keep commits, their, even their current commits, not even worried about the future of recruiting, but just holding on to current commits. Yeah, I actually do. I've thought about that as well. I mean, so much of this offseason and their Nebraska's hot stretch in recruiting is the relationships that the assistant coaches, uh, the position coaches and whatnot that they've built with these guys. And um, it's sort of, uh, you, you know how like when a head coach comes on to uh, – in his first year, he gets that mm-hmm. like for that one year bump where um, he comes in, brings reinvigoration, energy into the program, and a bunch of promise and like promise and potential essentially. Um, and it's an exciting time, and uh, a lot of times that that first year bump will be a one of the best uh, recruiting classes for a head coach during his tenure at whatever school he's at. And it kind of feels like that situation now with all the new assistant coaches and in place with Mickey Joseph, Brian Applewhite, and on and on. Um, and it feels like there's a bunch of promise and potential being um, sort of being pitched here. I mean, I mean, you look at the, um, like, standard stuff, or not standard, but um, like things like the new athletics facilities, like, that's going to happen. Like, that's mm-hmm. going to be in place. So that's something that, like, concrete that um, the coaches can hang their hats on to – to show recruits um, when they're making their visits or when they're recruiting them throughout the process, but wins are not concrete. And then, and Nebraska has shown that they don't have not had the ability to win consistently and put that proven winner on the field to where these highly ranked guys and, um, and high profile prospects can trust that if they go to, if they go to Nebraska, that they're actually going to consistently, um, consistently win at a high clip. So, um, I, I do think that, that it could wind up being important. I, I, I think it to be a little more concrete with it, it is going to be important for them to put together, um, string together uh, <laughs> a better season than three yeah. and nine, because if you're going three and nine or four and eight again, I 
I think you start to lose confidence on some of that promise. But at the same time, I do think um, I, I do think that some of this talent that they're bringing in that uh, I'm sure the coaches are saying you could be uh, a corner piece to to us building a, a competitor in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious. So last time we talked, we mentioned or you mentioned that you believe the staff is is probably looking at one more wide receiver, one more defensive back, one more defensive lineman, and one more offensive lineman, which would put their class at around 18. I think the number you said was around 18 or 20 when this is all said and done. And we're getting to a point where I know a lot of guys like to have their decisions made before their high school season begins, and we're seeing Husker targets come off the board. I know Joshua Manning committed to Missouri the other day as well. So like, and, and Nebraska fans, or just and college football fans around the country, I suppose, sometimes freak out when their prospects or targets of their school commit somewhere else. I mean, are we at a point where maybe this Husker staff has narrowed it down to one or two guys that they're really honing in on at each of those positions? That's certainly what it feels like, because when you look at the official visitors list um, of, of the guys who, who came in and then uh, guys who have now committed elsewhere, and first the, the uncommitted targets, it feels like um, – Sort of the crosshairs have been have been um, uh, minimized or whatever the phrase is. Um, at, at this point, I mean, you look at you look at the receiver recruiting like we've like we talked about before, and um, I have been saying all along I thought it was going to be a four receiver class, but I could see a situation where it winds up being five. And now at this point, I think it, it's looking more like a um, like it's probably going to be sticking with a four receiver class because they already have Jaden Doss, Barry Jackson, and Amarian Miller committed with Malachi Coleman as that, that top target at receiver. I know there's been the talk about him potentially being a defensive end, but I think um, I think receiver is in his future, and I know uh, Mickey Joseph believes so as well. Um, offensive line, I, offensive line, I think he might have a couple more, um, more than just like one, uh, just one guy. I mean, you have J.R. Sia over in Utah. You have Lance Hurd down in Louisiana, who's a, a big target physically and um, contextually in the class. Um, then defensive line, you got Cam Lenhart over uh, at at IMG, but uh, I think um, interesting recruitment there as far as um, what his timeline is and what his decision making process is. But I do think uh, we're starting to see those those targets narrowed down because when you already have 15 in the class and you're not shooting for a, a, a 24, 25 man class, then yeah, at this point in the process and the, the number is going to be lower. So it, it feels like the busiest time for this 2023 cycle uh, has, has come and gone for us because we had the last few weeks where it was just like mm-hmm. commitment after commitment um, throughout the month of June and early July, but it slowed down substantially. And I think, uh, I, I think it most, for the most part, will uh, remain that way throughout the rest of the cycle. We've gotten asked a couple times about Cameron Lenhart. I know there's been a lot of stuff on Twitter as well about the the four star defensive end out of IMG. I mean, where do you feel like the Huskers stand with him? You said it was an interesting recruitment story. Can you fill us in a little bit more? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I just think it's a numbers thing. Of uh, you already have Maverick Noonan and Riley Van Poppel in the class, and then Ashley Williams committed to the Huskers on uh, Sunday. Whatever, what was the date? Um, I have it in front of me. I think it's July 10th. They yes, committed. that's right. Um, and it feels like it feels like Nebraska wants to take three defensive linemen in the class and not four. But um, so I'm not sure if the numbers are necessarily working out. I still like I still really like where Nebraska stands 
in in Cameron's recruitment. Um, he's down to that that final three of Nebraska, Michigan State, and Penn State. So it's a Big Ten battle. Um, but if and the roster when uh, when I was talking with him, the roster and depth chart at that that sort of hybrid defensive end, outside linebacker position, or uh, stand up edge rusher that they want. Um, they want him to play. They envision him playing. I think that's that's something that um, really stood out to him. Um, but I think maybe, I think maybe the the numbers game maybe gotcha. uh, has brought some hesitancy there. Gotcha. One last one before we let you go. We're talking to Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska Rivals as well. Um, you're heading to Big Ten Media Days next week, and then that's when you officially get to move to Lincoln. And fall camp obviously starts next week, and it's going to be a busy one right from the get-go with with press conferences and everything but at big 10 media days what are you looking forward to hearing from from scott frost the most i mean is there anything that you're particularly kind of like pushing off to the side like wondering if you were, were going to find out more information about something yeah i mean i was, I was on another um uh, radio show today and like it, it was i probably just going to repeat the same type of yeah. stuff or maybe i could throw in a bunch of other other stuff that I, uh, that I'm kind of interested in, in finding out. It's funny because media days it always feels like just all around from coaches and players like coach speak. It's like talking season where it's like, do we really find out exactly. anything? Like I understand everyone's bought in and everyone's in the best shape of their life and whatnot, you know. Um, but I am interested in uh, obviously the quarterback uh, competition that, from every all indications, are that that's Casey Thompson's. Uh, job to lose essentially I mean he has or at least he has a strong grasp on it but I'm interested to hear updates on that because it's the most most important position in team sports and you're going to need that to be solidified when we're like 36 days away from from the start of the season so that's one thing and then um, recruiting strategy wise I, I I've gotten familiar with Nebraska's recruiting strategy but I'm curious to hear like how um how big of a factor that was in in the retooling of the of the coaching staff when you're looking at Brian Applewhite and um, Mickey Joseph from their Texas and Louisiana ties and mm-hmm. um, and whatnot. So I, and bringing in Vince Ginto was a uh, was a monumental decision. That was I mean about as about as strong a decision that offseason decision that um, Frost and the company could have made. So I'm curious to hear about that. Um, Curious also is uh, just to kind of hear philosophies on the the offense this year of how him uh, Frost and Whipple will divvy up play calling and um, whether it's whether what it looks like is happening is actually going to happen um, as far as like bringing Whipple, bringing all these transfer portal receiver talents, uh, Casey Thompson and Purdy, um, bringing them in. If it's going to be a, a more pass heavy attack, what the strategy is there which I, I know that they won't reveal too much but yeah. um, I'm sure he's talked about it several times but um, I I'm curious to ask about that type of stuff in person so there's just a few of the things I'm looking for yeah super interesting stuff all right Zach we'll let you go um, have a great time at media days next week and we will talk to you on Friday I'm sure we'll be seeing each other down the road at press conferences and all that good stuff so appreciate the time have a good rest of your Friday I appreciate you, Nick. Thank you. That is Zach Carpenter of Inside Nebraska, the rival site for the Huskers. Appreciate Zach's time. He'll once again be our Friday guest, kind of outline the upcoming visits for recruiting and then kind of just his overall thoughts on Husker football 
in general. So we'll talk to Zach every Friday. Let's get to our final timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Happy Hour on 93.7 The Ticket. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.